Hello, and thank you for listening to Novel Ideas on WRBH, a weekly discussion of all things literary. I'm your host, Candace Huber, and today we are going to have another episode of Writing Tips. These have been some of my most popular episodes in the past. I have talked about world building. We've talked about character building. We've talked about a few different things. And so today we're going to talk about plot. And this is something that I think a lot of writers struggle with in my conversations with them. Uh, This is what causes a lot of writer's block is that writers will have an idea for a plot and then they'll be in the middle of the story and they'll get stuck and say, well, I don't really know where to go from here. Sometimes you know what the ending is. Sometimes you don't. But you'll start writing and then you'll kind of write yourself into a corner and get stuck. So here are my tips for plotting when you're trying to write a book. So my first tip would be, if you can, to write the ending first or to know the ending because that gives you a destination. You know where, in general, you want the story to go. And, of course, you can change the ending at any given time because as you're writing, the story may reveal itself in a different way. And so don't really stonewall yourself or say it has to be this ending. If you do that, then you will write yourself into a corner and you will be trying to force a story to go in a certain direction. So I don't recommend being really strict about the ending. But I do think that having a destination in mind is helpful because whenever you get stuck in writing, you can say, okay, what is the destination. Where am I going with the story? How do I want the story to end? And you can write towards that ending if you get stuck. And so that would be my first piece of advice would be to at least have some sort of idea in mind. Now, I'm not talking about necessarily outlining. I personally am a crazy outliner. I have like 30 page outlines for the things that I do. My outlines are basically first drafts. But if you're not an outliner, I'm not talking about outline. I'm just talking about having an idea in your head of where you want the story to go and what you want the story to be. I think all writers have that, have these ideas in their head of what they want their stories to be. And that is all I'm talking about doing. So, you know, have have an ending in mind. I think that would that definitely helps when you get stuck. Another piece of advice would be to choose your antagonist before you choose your protagonist. So beginning writers typically have story ideas that either don't have an antagonist. They have ideas about this hero or this protagonist and they want to tell the story, but they don't really have any sort of antagonist in it. Or I've seen writers that just create sort of one dimensional villains who don't really suit the hero's story or just kind of throw something in there because the hero needs some sort of obstacle. And so it's like, oh, well, I have this hero and I'm just going to throw this in there because they, they need to overcome something. And that does not suit or do anything for your story. So I always say come up with an antagonist and spend a lot of time thinking about the antagonist in your story and who is that character and make that a well-rounded character. I talked about this in the characters episode as well, that you also want to do the same thing for your secondary characters, because if you think about it, Secondary characters are most of the time people's most favorite characters. If you think about things like Star Wars, I guarantee you if you ask people, a bunch of people, who their favorite characters in Star Wars were, you would get very few people who say Luke Skywalker. 
a lot of people's favorites are people like Boba Fett or R2-D2 or, you know, C-3PO or Chewbacca. You get people that really like these ancillary characters. BB-8 is super popular. So if you think about that, you want to make sure that you have well-rounded secondary characters and well-rounded antagonists. So I would say make sure that when you're before you actually start plotting it out, Make sure you know who that antagonist is and who your secondary characters are because they can do things in the story that will add to your plot. And so that is another good thing to do if you're th- when you're plotting your story or before you plot your story. I think that you also need to decide on a genre and stick to it. Another pitfall that I see a lot of authors making is that they try to do too many things. They're like, oh, well, I want this to take place in space, but it has magic and it's and it's sci-fi and it's fantasy, but it's also literary fiction and it's horror because there's this thing. And that's just really confusing. So and and disappointing. You know, if a reader picks up a book expecting it to be some sort of like serial killer thriller and then it's a romance novel, they're going to be really disappointed. So make sure that you know the genre that you're writing in. Make sure that you're writing in a genre or if you're going to cross over, that's totally fine. But make sure you're not throwing too many different things in there as well. Because I also think that that can cause you to write yourself into a corner when it comes to plot. I, I know that that might sound like, oh, well, if I'm throwing all this stuff in here, I'll have even more flexibility. But it actually does the opposite of that. When you're trying to write and you're trying to put all of these different things in here, it's, it's really difficult to figure that out. So I would also suggest deciding on a genre and really just sticking to it. Or if you want to do a crossover again, two genres maybe and stick to it. Also, physical story goals really help as well. So a physical story goal is a goal that can be experienced through the five senses. And so things like, you know, uh, uh, the villain wants to destroy the hero's, you know, building or company that they work for. And the hero wants to save that building or save that company. And so... That is very helpful as well. So goals that have to do with the five senses and making sure that your protagonist and antagonist have goals that are in opposition to one another. Again, the villain or the antagonist wants to destroy this company or blow up this building and the hero wants to stop that from happening. Those those type of physical goals that are there, that really helps when you get stuck in a story, say, okay, what can I do? What sort of physical goal can I put in here? The intangible story goals are important, obviously. So things like ambition or finding their inner strength or whatever the story is, that is really important. But those get revealed as a result of the physical conflict of the story. So you're not actually trying to make the hero do do things specifically to reveal their inner strength they they reveal their inner strength through the actions and things that they do so try having physical goals in your story things that happen with physical things because that will then reveal the characters to you also i think synopsis really helps. And I'm not talking about necessarily an outline. This could be two paragraphs. This could be two pages or this could be 30 pages, however short or long that you want to have it. But think about like 
back cover copy, right? Something that you're probably going to need anyway if you ever plan on publishing the book. But just a very brief synopsis or even a one sentence, which is even better, synopsis of the story. So if someone is asking you, what is the story about? Have that synopsis ready to go. Not necessarily backstory, not necessarily, you know, all of the details of the story. Just tell the story. Like, what are the main things that happen in this story? What is the story about? This will help you to be able to stick to the story and not veer too far away from it. And it sounds, you know, super romantic when writers say, let the characters write the story. And I think that's, you know, there's something to be said for that. And a lot of writers do it that way where they say, well, I'm just going to start writing and let the characters reveal what the story is to me. If you're not there yet, then this is writing a synopsis is very helpful. I think once you've written a lot, I think that you can get to a point where characters will reveal the story. I think what I found, especially with new writers, is that if they say, oh, I'm just going to let my characters tell the story, they seldom actually finish the books that they're writing. And they're always trying out new things and and they never actually finish anything. So it sounds creative and it sounds like, oh, yeah, this is what real writers do. But I think at the beginning, it's really good to have a synopsis. And again, I'm not talking about an outline. I'm talking about a sentence or a paragraph or, you know, just a couple of paragraphs, no more than two pages of Here's the story. Here's what happens in it. And you can always change that again as you go along. You don't have to 100% stick to it, but it will help you, again, going back to my first point, to know where the story is going, to be able to write yourself out of a corner. If you get stuck in the middle of it, you can go back to that synopsis and say, okay, like what is supposed to be happening in the story? Where is this going? Oh, this is the next thing that's supposed to happen. Okay, let me write towards that. Another good tip is to break your story into scenes. So think of your book or your plot as a movie, right? Like become a film director and really construct these scenes. What does it look like? What is the background? Think about it as though it's a movie or a play and construct those scenes really well. And think about your book in that way and just you know, write it scene by scene. I think that's really helpful. You don't even have to write the scenes in order either. I've, I know a lot of authors that when they're plotting something out, they'll just know that they want this scene to be in the book somewhere. And so if you get stuck, it's like, okay, I know I want this scene. I don't know if it's necessarily the next thing, but I'm just going to write this scene. And you can always rearrange the order of them later on. So I suggest breaking the story into scenes, write as many scenes as you can until you have a book, and then ruthlessly cut out any scenes that don't move the story forward. And so I think writing in scenes is a really good way to advance your plot. And while you're thinking about plot, I think, you know, mapping out your scenes is a really good way to do that, especially when you get stuck. Also... You know, the the best endings, when you think about endings, which is what I think a lot of writers have trouble with, when you think about endings, you know, the protagonist usually achieves a story goal, but then there's a but there, right? And so if you think about Silence of the Lambs, for example, Clarice Starling catches Buffalo Bill. So Buffalo Bill is now in jail. He's caught. 
But Hannibal escapes, right? There's always that but there. In Animal Farm, the pigs take over the farm from the humans, but they've become indistinguishable from them. You know, so these are the things where you think about that in your ending. There's always a but. You know, the protagonist, like, there's closure and, you know, there's something good that happens. But there's also something that happens that leaves it a little bit open-ended. I think that's a good thing to think about when you're writing as well, when you're plotting out your novel as well. And so going back to characters, I think sticking to like two supporting characters, maybe three, is also a good idea when you're plotting. I, I've, read, I've read a lot of books, especially from new authors or self-published authors where they have all these extra characters in the book. So, you know, there's just a plethora of characters, especially in mystery books, for example, when authors are trying to throw off suspicion in every different direction. There's like a bajillion different characters, right? And I've seen this in a lot of fantasy books. I've just seen this in a lot of books in general where new writers just love just throwing a bunch of characters in there. I think that is not a good idea. And you should just amalgamate some of those characters into one person. The protagonist does not need four best friends and five love interests. That's just not necessary. So amalgamate those people into one best friend and one love interest. That makes much more sense because storytelling really requires simplicity. You don't want to confuse your readers. You don't want people to be like, wait, who was that character? What's going on with that? I think amalgamating characters is a really good idea because readers get bored when they're introduced to too many characters in one book and they don't ever get invested in any characters either. Now, I think if you're writing a big opus. So Game of Thrones, for example, has lots of characters, right? And But he does focus on just a few characters that you get really invested in. And so I think that if you're writing some huge, long, you know, eight book series that's fantasy and it's going to be 14 page, 1,400 pages a book, then obviously you're going to have more characters. But most of us aren't writing that sort of magnum opus. We're writing, you know, one book at a time. And so I really suggest looking at the number of characters in your book and the purpose that those characters are serving and trying to amalgamate some of those secondary characters into one person. Because I think most of the time that can be done, especially in the editing process. So these are just tips to think about when you're plotting I think these are good things to, to think about. And before I end, I'll go over them one more time just in case you want to write them down. So the first tip is to write the ending first or at least know where you're headed, know where the story is going. Choose your antagonist and secondary characters before you choose your protagonist. Make sure that those characters are also well-rounded and that they have a purpose in the story. Give your characters physical story goals because those physical things will reveal your intangible, non-physical story goals. Decide on a genre and make sure that you're sticking to it or, you know, two genres if you want to cross over. Write a synopsis, not an outline, not some long thing, but just a brief synopsis, a few paragraphs, no longer than two pages of what happens in your story. Stick to... A couple of supporting characters, amalgamate supporting characters into one or two people. Break your story up into scenes 
like a film director, look at your book as a film and break it up into scenes. And keep in mind that the best endings have a but. The he wins, everything is resolved, but Hannibal gets away. But the pigs are indistinguishable from the humans in Animal Farm. So those are my tips for plotting. Thank you for listening. This has been Novel Ideas on WRBH. I'm your host, Candace Huber.